part of the conversations that happen around my kitchen table. He's John Brannion, and he's been a stand-up comic for more than 30 years. She's Amanda McKinney, and she's been my daughter for her whole life. Our family believes laughter is a gift from God. We often discover it while discussing culture, faith, and family. So go ahead and pull up a chair, neighbor. Can I call you Carl? There's plenty of room here for you. Wait a minute. That's not working. Turn it on. Welcome to the table, Carl. Uh, I had a show last night and uh, with Michael Jr. and with Brad Stein, and it was really good. And we started talking about the where where comedy material comes from. I did some new stuff last night. I think a fun and the game podcast would be ninjas here and. Beaches is here. And I think it's fun here. for um, Carl to try to guess how many children, just based on brac- background noise, how many children are present in the home today. Mm, that would be a fun game for well, Carl. Didn't you just tell everybody who's here? All they have to do is <laughs> count. Okay. Do it again. Say it again. Didn't you just tell oh, everybody yeah. that it's I'm now. here and you're here? And so with just some basic knowledge of our family, they can guess how many kids are here. I they just got hit could. in the back with a Nerf gun. It's pretty, it's, it's pandemonium here, but we had a conversation, Luke, uh, tell him, tell Carl what you just told us. Well, you were just telling him about the theory of where comedy comes from, and I would like to hear that. No, I want you to, (laughs) I want you to repeat. Do you see what my husband does when he's asked a question? He's invited to say a thing. It's like in basketball where you pass to the open guy and then he passes it to another person Mm -hmm. instead of shooting. That's me. I I want the assist. I want Always. The he wants to be what the What did I just say we were going to open assist. with? What did I just say I, just want, I wanted you to say? I'm just glad that he's saying that himself. He's admitting it and telling Carl because I always worry that I come across like I'm domineering and like I'm loud and I interrupt people and things. So first of all, I'm glad that Luke just admitted he would rather me talk because he doesn't want to have to bother with it. And second of all, Tabby's here. So now also the pace, the tone... And the volume will be on my side of things instead of yours. Because usually dad and Luke are really like slow and methodical. Mm-hmm. Nice. Boring. Patient. Yeah. They take breaths between thoughts. And I come in there and I'm just like, and I'm afraid that I sound like I'm just way too, you know, peppy. Female. Well, I, I am that. I do interrupt people on a right. pretty regular basis because I think my thoughts are better. Shut up, Tabby. <laughs> okay, uh, so now you and I get to be that way together, yeah. and then they will be the odd ones. Yeah. Well, I'm the podcast ninja, not the podcast leader. I'm just... Well, <laughs> that's not the opposite. So. Those are not mutually exclusive. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I like the liberty to go... To go dark mode for a bit. Yeah. Uh, also, Andrew's here. Say something, Andrew. Hello, and how are you doing, Carl? <laughs> and also, say something like Patrick Warburton. Oh, gosh. You always do this, and I never can do it <laughs> on the spot. Say it like Puss in Boots. Here, you can take my microphone while I go talk <laughs> to the children. Not really sure what that means. <laughs> like a Spaniard. Okay. All right, so Luke... Uh, while Andrew's getting Does this situated. Have a feedback loop in it? Am I going to hear myself through yes. that? I don't yeah, know. you can hear yourself. But like not it. but not like a delay. That's that's not how it. It's it's, it's instant. That's disgusting. It's like talking into your own head. I don't like that. <laughs> yeah, cuz we don't normally do that. Mm. Normally I can't hear my own. Look at this fancy soundboard. When did you guys get this? We've had this for Wow, for quite a while. Has it been that long since you've been on the podcast that you haven't Carl, seen? I, I hope you know you're in great hands here. <laughs> Why? Do you know about this? No, this is just this you is just, fancier than what you used to do. It just lights up. Oh, you're talking to Carl. You're saying Carl's a great hand. <laughs> okay. It's been about four yeah. years to answer your question that we've had the roadcaster. We'll get Andrew all caught up. Four years. Has it been that He's long? asking yes. like you used to record it in like a Home Alone talkback or something. Mm-hmm. You, we did. You, you pretty much it, did. You it used was to record phone. in like a Walkman. That thing was... <laughs> yeah, we used to have a handheld device that we would stand up on the table and it would fall over several times during the podcast and sound like a truck had backed through the it, wall. It was a Palm Pilot and before that it was a brick. Yep, before that. And then, and then we had a scribe that would sit in the corner 
with a quill pen. <laughs> you should dictate. Uh, you should contact Studio Bricks and just get a whole room that's just padded and uh, do podcasts in there. I don't think you know what kind of operation we run here, Andrew. <laughs> we literally just had to run out of the room to go tell the kids not to shoot each other with Nerf this bullets. Room, right right. This room doesn't even have doors, Andrew, and you want to <laughs> right. soundproof it. Yeah. So the peach is, is out mother. Well, she said she was going to mother, but now she's out rearranging furniture. So she's out in the living room doing feng shui <laughs> when so we're supposed to be trying. Her mom mode kicked in. To podcast. So we wanted to ask Luke. I actually I insisted. I demanded that Luke make the statement that he made just before we started the recorder. Do you uh, remember what it was? I do. Okay. I was bringing up the fact that I almost texted my wife a couple of days ago because I felt like something interesting had happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, I switched our trash service because ours got too expensive, <laughs> which involved two phone calls and effort on my part and uh-huh. it's going to save us money right and so but i thought no i'm not going to text her i'm going <laughs> to save that topic to bring up during real life conversation at some point and so and then i thought you know what that's probably a weird thing to do are you going over to his microphone i'm going to share a mic with my husband because i know he won't use it very much you have anyway. to get closer to it because but because andrew is andrew is now behind mm-hmm. it is all messed up Can in you here not hear me I no, I can hear you, but I'm sitting in the same room. I probably shouldn't be here. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. Put on those uh, headphones. You you'll be able to no, 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 We've no, already you been through have, that. You're I not going to get into headphones. You could have some insight into this because one of the questions I asked, because we had a very long conversation before we record, per usual. That's usually about, what we do. All this, the best podcasts <laughs> have been are without spoken you around. before we record. <laughs> Was that, is this a normal thing? That happens to all men, or is it just we're so ingrained no. in like branding culture I that we're shocked? Family. I, no, I think. Does Andrew the, understand the question? I think the women in our family are just domineering, more verbose, <laughs> and they just have a lot of conversation. And yeah, I well, the, what was funny was Luke's idea that he's going to. Your words were, "I'm going to save this. <laughs> I'm going to. Save I'm going to save this information that this I changed trash services in my little topic backpack because <laughs> this will give me something to discuss mm. with, Can, <laughs> with my wife. Uh, Can I ask what other topics are in that backpack? Are they all about that level, or did you, you kind of know that that, that was a small uh, potatoes it would topic? Be anybody who didn't know I caught another mole. That would be a topic in the backpack. Uh, the fact that my car needs another alignment is something I'll probably bring up with the guys later today at the race. Yep. Unfortunately for Luke, I was the one who took the picture of the most recent mole, so he couldn't spring that one on me in order to ruin Right. Me. Well, you've taken most of the mole pictures, haven't you? A lot of them. Aren't you the official so, uh, dead mole photographer for the McKinney? He, he takes some of them himself. Yeah. If I'm available to take the picture, then... Yeah. yeah, you've never taken any of your of yourself holding up a mole, have you? Several. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Those are, some of those are selfies. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Mole selfies. Okay. Apparently, that is an interesting topic of conversation. Dead mole <laughs> selfies. I, yeah. I was just telling Luke that he posts to Facebook exactly like I do, which he almost never does. But mm-hmm. if he does something uh, interesting, like kill a mole, uh, and everyone wants to know about that, he <laughs> okay. posts. Right. Here's my philosophy. Right. Absolutely anything can be interesting if you say it. In an interesting way or with the right interesting angle. Just the other day, Luke McKenney captured and killed a mole. <laughs> with was, a screwdriver. With a screwdriver. <laughs> but you said that was interesting already. I'm saying oh, like, yeah. we don't have to have That's a right. backpack of topics that are interesting because we can just open our eyes and look in any direction and then make the thing interesting with how we present Right, it. but I think that that Luke's perspective is interesting (laughs) and worthy of conversation because there are people who have anxiety about going into any situation where there could potentially be a a conversation that needs to be had. And I I would suggest that this is the reason that people avoid fellowship sometimes is Mm -hmm. because they're afraid, oh, we're going to get together with these people. What are we going to talk about? I don't know. What if they don't have anything to talk about? If I don't have anything to talk about and they don't have anything to talk about, we're just going to stare at each other and it's going to be weird. The word he used was unprepared. And, And kudos to Luke for knowing that I would actually rather hear him talk about how he almost saved the trash information than the trash information. I would rather hear 
him talk about how weird he is than to hear him tell me that right. now we have a different trash okay. company. But right. I said to his credit that that wouldn't have bothered me if Joe had come home and been like, hey, by the way, I switched phone bills or you know, now we're on a different phone plan. I would have gone, well, thanks for telling me or thanks for taking right. care of that. And then more conversation probably would have launched from that right. point. I, I would have been fine with that too. Like if he had just come home I don't think you would. I think you would have said... I think you said, why in the world are you bothering me with <laughs> this boring not, detail? Do I say that when you say stuff about the household? No, your lies light up as soon as my mouth opens. <laughs> He's like, you're talking. That's oh, I hope he talks about trash service. <laughs> At least he's talking. Oh, oh he's speaking. <laughs> I can tell when you've been waiting to say it all day, too, but I might, I might have said, like, why did you save it? He's got this little grin on his face. His, right. uh, his hands are folded in front of him, and he's kind of trembling a little bit. Oh, I can't wait to talk about trash. Do today. you have something to say, Luke? I don't have a We're problem save with that. $70 a quarter. <laughs> he tells me stuff about like the car he's working on, even though I don't understand any of it. Like yeah. He'll tell me things about money that he's planning to spend or you know things like that even though i never say oh no you can't spend that that's you know? 280 dollars a year that's quite a bit oh, that's I actually know. a lot i know <laughs> no wonder you were excited well, about well that. done <laughs> uh, right. good job I'm luke just saying what's more interesting like tabby said are there other higher level interest topics in the backpack or is it all like that because we kind of recognize that there are some things that are likely to pique people's interest, and then there's other things that maybe you don't. Maybe maybe I'm bad at this. Like, maybe Luke is actually the very normal average one, and we're the weird ones, because I feel like most people do just want to be, like, hot outside, and you're like, yeah. You think people want to not I, You think people want... Have you ever read the book, normal. How to Influence People and yeah. Win Friends? Or yes. Or yes. Or People always want to talk about themselves. They do. And, and that's uh, why I like being the assist man. It's like, you got your story turned. Right. right. Everybody right. likes to talk about themselves except Luke, who never talks about himself. And all the people he's worried about running into who won't have anything to say. <laughs> Everybody else, though. Right. I do tend to hang out with you. talkative people. Yes. I prefer other people to speak. Well, specifically what you said, since you're not going to say it. Uh, before I started the podcast, was you prefer to be the butt of the joke because we asked you if yeah. you were going to be, uh, if you're going to be disturbed if we made fun of you for this, like and I you mean, said no. I prefer to be. Oh the no, butt of that the is joke. my comfort zone is to be the target. Mm -hmm. I, I, I may, I'm uncomfortable if I'm making fun of another person. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so that not like my shop, <laughs> <laughs> unless it's somebody I know like like you guys, I'll make right? Fun of. Right, but both, basically everybody in this family is okay with with having everybody else point and laugh at them. I mean, there there isn't anybody that's been in this family. There's nobody around this table for sure who is going to be upset if somebody or everybody notices that they've done something weird, strange, uh, stupid. And I, I was talking people. last night with uh, some people after the show about this very thing. And I said, in our family, because they, they were thanking me for talking about, I so appreciated when you talked about being stupid and being okay with people laughing at you. And I said, yep. In our family, they have elevated to the point now, I was talking about the sisters, I was talking about you two. And I said, where they will, they will make note of some dumb thing that was done or said uh, even if it's themselves, so that they can share it with the other when they see them, and which is sort of mm -hmm. what you were talking about. Here's a story that I'm going to save <laughs> so that I can share. I saved that story of me overflowing the urinal. Mm -hmm. I didn't even tell the people I was with that day. I, <laughs> I saved it. I saved it. I cannot explain how strange that is. <laughs> I did tell them at this race we just went to. I was like, by the way... I overflowed the urinal. And they yeah. got a big kick out of it. Mm. Does, and you like wrote it in a note and then like put it in your pocket. And then every time we went into the public restroom, I feel like we re laughed about it. Right. Well, it takes away some of the sting. It takes away some of the scary. It's actually a little bit freeing to go, wow, I am so embarrassed by this. But if I tell somebody who then laughs at me and kind of like, 
they realize it's not a big deal. It helps me realize it's not actually the end of the world. But is that where the conversation anxiety comes in then? Is that if I come in and I don't yes. have a backpack full of things to say, yes. I'm just going to say something dumb and everybody's going to laugh. And it's like, because what, what is so wrong with silence? Say you stare at each other across the table for a little bit, even five minutes. Like, Five minutes. Why not? <laughs> There's nothing necessarily wrong with that. With silence. I would get very uncomfortable after one minute. <laughs> five, five minutes. You, I was on the phone for five minutes in the garage, and I had to hang up. because. <laughs> <laughs> I was on hold, to be fair. But so wait, nobody was even on the other side? <laughs> I was on hold. I was like, I'm so done with this. And I hung up. Could you imagine staring at someone across the table for five minutes? No. Here's the thing, Carl. One of, one of the great laughs in our family is trying to add Andrew Brandy to a chat group. Uh, wow, you do that immediately. Do a family oh my gosh. text message thread and I'm like, hey everyone, there's a birthday party at my house this week, but as I'm typing it, I add everyone to the group and as I'm typing it, Andrew Brandon has left the group. <laughs> as soon as like I come in it, he's like, nope. And the, first, the first message in any group that Andrew is a part of is, Andrew Brandon has left his group. Right. Yeah. And then he doesn't know what's happening ever. If, if, then if, he goes, what's going on? Yeah. If it's important enough to add me to a group, it better be a very long conversation. If it's a birthday, just send me a text. Like, oh, we are. How would you even know? <laughs> trying just, to send you a text. You left I don't, before you I don't, got it. I don't need one text from a Amanda McKenney saying, Cammy's having a birthday this weekend. We're planning this. And then, got it. Okay. From 12 other people <laughs> while I'm at work. So, so I, right. come out of, I come out of work in my secure building where I'm not allowed a cell phone. I look at my cell phone and it's just like 12,000 messages from people going, okay, gotcha. It's <laughs> not. He's such an exaggerator. And you are the reason, like Andrew, that. that Luke has anxiety about having something to talk about because he's <laughs> he's afraid that you are emotionally and intellectually wanting to leave the group while he's talking to <laughs> Right. You. That's what I was going to say about how yeah. to win friends and influence people. I actually disagree with that guy. What's his name? Dale Andrew, Carnegie. You disagree with Dale Carnegie? I do, and I know that I'm. I know that I'm. Uh, what in the world possesses you to think limb. that you are yeah. entitled or qualified? Dale to Carnegie is a great man. To disagree well, think, with Dale Carnegie. I think that, like everything, you have to balance the point that he's made, the principle of what he's saying, which is true, with the practical application, which causes people to be afraid. To talk about themselves. They feel like they're being blasted. If you literally did nothing but talk about the other person and ask them all the questions, you do start to feel a little bit like you're in the hot seat. And it's like, like why isn't, why aren't you sharing? Right. I just told you it's a story an about interrogation me. interrogation at that Yeah, yeah. Like you yeah. asked me, oh, where'd you go to school? Well, I did this and I did that. And then I paused thinking that's your turn to share about school. And you're like, great. What'd you major? Right. Like, well, of oh, course. Oh. He's no, not saying. No, 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 not of course. He's not saying when somebody no. accepts a compliment and then no. turns out no, shut up. I asked you a question. I'm, the, I'm asking the questions here. You cannot here. write a book telling somebody how to do it and then be like, fill in the blanks Of yourself. course. Like, I'm thinking of Luke and I'm thinking of other people who are not natural conversationalists yeah. and it's like they need to be told sometimes you have to say I things. I would rather be made yourself. fun of than be than get accolades. I've learned that about myself because I don't even have my my birthday on Facebook anymore because I don't want all these people I don't even know be like happy birthday then I gotta thank them and, you, know, <laughs> you don't like, oh, you don't have to thank them I don't I didn't even my birthday rolls around I don't even I don't say jack to really? anybody yeah, just, but when you take it off like zero birth nobody remembers unless Facebook reminds right, them and so right. it's like ah no I don't want your that's why I don't fake. bother responding to them because yeah. I know that the only people who are contacting me exactly. are on Facebook are people who Facebook reminded it's just them. It's muscle memory. Birthday. Oh, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Yeah. But that's not, that's not exactly the same as sitting across from something, having a conversation. We were laughing because of a better example of this is that I've actually discovered that when Joe and I have conversations, sometimes he's just not listening. And that's, you know, I have to be like, are you listening? Do you want to have a conversation right now? There's been multiple times where I have said a thing and then waited, not five minutes, and gone, all right? And I've said another thing or, like, articulated it more and, like, a few more minutes go by and then I pause, nothing. nothing. So I'm like, all right, I better. And I'll do this until I finally go, 
Okay, um, it's your turn now. <laughs> I've done all the talking. Tabby, you for the record, if you, if you didn't hmm? have to wait five minutes for a reply, it wouldn't be awkward, though, right? It, it would no, be it wouldn't be awkward. He, he would just he just would not respond those whole five. He would drive all the way home, and I'd been like, I guess I we're just not talking. Oh, it's, yeah. I didn't realize it was when driving. I was like, you oh, can't drive as multiplayer. Yeah. If he's playing a game, he can't. No, no, like well, we're maybe driving. Luke, Luke. If you're driving, that's different. I'm talking about sitting across the table from someone. How is you, that different? We're both in the different. same space. It's I totally would just different. Because one, you're driving to get to a destination. Once you're there, you can kind of be like, all right, now I, you have my full undivided attention. What? If I what are you talking about? You're sitting in a car? If you're in a car, you're driving. You're driving. But if you're like at a Look, table. I'm a guy, and even I recognize that that is a crazy thing to say. That's Andrew. not crazy. I drive, and I'm like. Mostly attending the road. So you have a passenger, and they're like, "Hey, Andrew, how's your day been?" And you're like, "Shh, I'm like, Shh driving. Shush, I'm driving here. <laughs> Quiet. Don't talk." Um, yeah. <laughs> you do not. <laughs> you've driven with me, so uh, shut up. Well, if I, I was, if I was to answer that question, I would swerve off the road. <laughs> but I think it's less awkward if you're in a car. <laughs> like, no, it's a hundred percent awkward if the passenger or the person across the table is like, "Blah blah 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 blah." Information, and you just look at them. What if like, I go? I understand what I, I get. What you're what saying. What if I go? And I just <laughs> grunt as no, I No, you're not a caveman. <laughs> you, you can use words. Because you can, you can affirm non-verbally that you hear someone. I could be like like nodding or something right. like that. But. Well, and he will while I'm talking. But that's, then okay. that's awkward. It's his turn if to talk. If you nod at the other end of a table, that's the weirdest thing on the planet. You're like, mm-hmm. Shut <laughs> up. You're pretending stupid. You're Tabby, dumb. Tabby and Amanda can speak. I can speak as fast as they do but I can't be thinking about what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's why I don't. It's just like I'm out speaking my brain. The diarrhea of the mouth. I mean, I brainless. I don't need what you to great talk admission. as fast as me. I just need you to talk I at all. I have to process. <laughs> We're careful about what we say. I can put words together. That's what that happens to be in stand-up, too. Uh, I, I start speaking too fast because I'm trying to think of the lines themselves, and then I'm completely oblivious to everything else that's happening. I just need to slow down and speak the same speed as my brain, get, and it'll be better. Two, two processes can only run at the so, same time. So that's why, that's why you put things in the backpack for conversation, because you've had a chance to think about them a little yes. bit. You've had a chance to assemble some verbiage it, around it these ideas. It shortens the silences right. that are awkward. I'm actually the same way. And you don't want to waste it. You don't want to waste all this preparatory work that you've exactly. done by just sending her a text way. and saying, I switched trash services. You had a chance to process the fact that you changed trash services? Like, what did you need to think about? <laughs> it was a very thought-out process. Well, I, I processed the fact that it was interesting, mm -hmm. and then it oh. deserved to go in the conversation backpack. <laughs> okay, right. so what it sorts of things... He thought you that you would be them? interested. I know you didn't put them in the backpack, but can you remember anything that you did not th deem worthy of conversation? Well, here's a question for you, Amanda. Every other why thing. Don't, why aren't you interested in your trash service? I don't <laughs> <laughs> because the trash, the trash gets picked up every single week and taken away from here. To a you don't have to go. You don't have to go to the dump yourself and no. and get We're not rid of the talking trash. about trash service. So why itself. are you not interested in that I'm process at all? Actually, doing the opposite. I'm trying to prove to him that even the things that he deems uninteresting and has chucked mm. out and, I and assumed I don't care about my filter that is I'm too going strong. To show him that I would actually be able to make a conversation out of it. So if there was something this week that you're like, oh, I'm gonna not even say that. What was it? Well, I know what that what you want are feelings and no. Anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how I long a, have you been married to her? Do you need to come in and say something? No. She, how long have you known her? She wants. She wants me to have thought to another level of this thing happening. Okay, I think Joe does this too, and it actually makes it worse. Oh, Joe's in the room now too. So. Come here, come here. You can go stand next to Tabby and speak you into the microphone. You don't get to speak in the background. You have to come here and you have to this tell. This podcast is completely out of control everything. now. No, here. And they can't persecute you for silence. They can't hear you. <laughs> no. Yeah, you gotta be all the way close. Uh -huh. all right, a woman will hold you to everything. As a man, if you say something, and you haven't thought about the next 100 possibilities and responses <laughs> that your wife is about to tell you, you're going to be in trouble. It's because over. then you have to think on the spot, and it's over. Yeah. So, <laughs> I'm better off, I'm better, so, we're, so we're better off just being 
quiet and be like, you know what? That's interesting. Well, I'll plus, follow up with you tomorrow once, yes. I, once I have formulated what I want to think on this subject. Plus, we look mysterious and stoic when we do that. No. <laughs> if you said that, Thank you. that would be communication. If you said, wow, I don't have a response for that right now, but I might have more to say tomorrow, that actually counts. That's as right, but if you say, I don't we, have a response, no, that we, is we a response. We do have a response, right. but we're not sure if it's ironclad yet because right. it's going to exactly. get pried apart. Why does it need to be ironclad? not thinking of anything. Because and then you're like, well, great, now I don't so think say, either. Because so you're worried that your wives are going to use your words against so you. Right, they you hold say, you to everything. We are subject to the highest. <laughs> used, I'm worried this will be used against me, so right. I'm, not fully for, I'm not fully committed to this position. Because I'm feeling I, very vulnerable would, right now. Because that'd be our only conversation, because my reply to everything she says right. would be that. <laughs> okay. Right. That's right. <laughs> But you know what else would need to happen? Here's what I think you want to happen is you want to oh, just yeah. stay silent and I'm going to be like, okay. And then like, we never talk about it again. What I think you're afraid of <laughs> yes, is saying, I think you're afraid of saying, I haven't Correct. thought about that. Maybe I should think about that, but then you have to think about that and you don't want to. And so, so you just double frustrate me because you just say nothing. So let me make sure I understand your position, Joe, and, and maybe Luke, you, you know, your wives well enough to know that a conversation is inevitable. It's going to happen at some point. You would prefer that it never happen, but ultimately you're going to have to talk to them at some point. So you <laughs> arrange things so that you have a, uh, a, a fair amount of control over the topic of conversation, and then you can decide when the conversation is over. And hopefully, like in Joe's case, if he uses a certain number of words by response, <laughs> that will qualify as a conversation, and Tabby will be happy with that and, and if, satisfied. And no, then it's a, she won't be satisfied. Tabby is never happy with I you. I deviate from our set path. <laughs> Panic. <laughs> I'm not sure I ever had a conversation with her where she's like, oh, that is interesting. I see your point. I concede. I don't know if that's ever been a sentence I've heard her say. Well, Luke, there Argue Jill, better. That that's has never happened with Tabby since, like, ever. <laughs> like, since she learned how to talk, we've never won a, an argument with her. I prefer to give an answer that I'm sure of. You know, I don't want to give an answer that isn't sure, and then we both now have to come to a solution together. Why not? I That's what conversation is for. No. I wanna, like, because the next right. day it'll be like, I thought you said you were going to do this. And I was like, well, that wasn't a sure no. answer. I wouldn't have said it. I wouldn't have said that if you had not presented it like a sure answer. If you said something like, I'm still processing this, or, you know, right. I'm not totally sure, then I'm like, okay, he's still processing, and he's not totally okay, sure. But this Because I'm an adult them, human though, being. I'm, I'm not, not a sure, You will insert your sureness and now it's like yeah that's ah. what i was just about to say they don't they don't like that they can't weather the storm <laughs> yes of, that is my certainty he, or or worse joe actually prefers when i'm certain about something because he actually doesn't have to be in the conversation very much when I are just, you ever certain about stuff there's times there's yeah. times i come in and i say i've been thinking about this thing i think this is what we're going to do and we're going to do it huh. that's not certainty though you just said think twice in that very sentence alone <laughs> Oh, I'm oh, sorry. I believe I convicted of this thing. Like, I, there are times when I come in and say, "I'm we're going to take this path. It's not usually ah. about giant things, but this right. is what we're going to do. And the more that I'm like that, the more that he's like, great, tally-ho, right. head forth. I don't, I don't care. He cannot stand when I come in and I'm like, I have a million thoughts. Here they all are. Yeah. What should we do? And he's like, I don't know. I don't know. What did what, you just say? Right. What do you want me to say? Wow, that what? does sound like a problem. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> no, right. I will yeah. pray for you. A pickle. Good luck with that. And then he's like, he literally once asked me, I don't know where you want to go. See, and I said, I not... don't either. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's well, why I'm you're talking to you. What you're describing is very common. I mean, men, men think that when women talk, they want us to do something about it. And okay. so... And so when you come in and just unload, blah, 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 then the instinct that Joe has and Luke has and I, I, all guys would have is, okay, what should I do with this? Right. And, and your answer is, is I don't want you to do towards. anything with it. No, I no, just no, wanted no. to No, that's not what she's say. saying. You're not understanding. She's saying when she actually does need him to help find a solution to the problem, that's when he feels the most overwhelmed because he wants her to just say, this is what I think we should do. 
And when he says, I don't know what you want to hear. Yep. Even She's Luke, like, I don't want you to just tell, tell me, me what, what I, I want to hear. hear. I right. want you to tell okay, me what's true. Okay, I get it. Luke even said right. it. He goes, I the try guidance. to figure out which way you're already leaning. Yes. No. Yes. What's the right thing to do here? Because I don't. If I knew right. what that was, I wouldn't right. be asking you. Or you're I would. Not interested in a rubber stamp for what you already. Right. Thought. I would just Again, come in and say, "This is what we should do." We're right. adults. We're adult human beings who've who've lived a bit, and so we actually do know the difference in our own heads between. I'm feeling pretty confident about this versus I am totally at a loss. I'm and we, out. Uh, Tabby and I, will actually say which it is. We'll actually go to our husbands and say, I've had a really good day today. I've been feeling very productive. I'm feeling confident. And what I want to do for dinner is this. What do you think about that? And usually they're like, He's great, go, great <laughs> hooray, right, <that's> food. Great. <laughs> but if I'm like... Yep. I'm having an emotional problem today. I didn't sleep well. I'm, you know, I think the kids are getting sick. I might be getting sick. I don't know what's wrong with me, but I'm just not handling stress right now. And I need some direction. And that's yeah. when you reach that's into your backpack. Well, I switched trash services. Yeah. Yep. And I usually go, okay. okay. I killed a mole And he's today. like, I don't know what you want me to say. And I'm like, well, I don't want you to say anything in particular. I just need help. Because if I knew what to say, I would have already said it myself. I will say that that is never a conversation thing that I would put in my backpack. Whenever <laughs> uh-huh. something a guy would say to his wife, oh, I'm feeling this way and I don't but, know what to do. But there's another layer to this, Mandy. What if... I would sort that out and then an tell you what mess. I decided. That's how it would happen. What if since you're an emotional mess, no answer is acceptable? I have actually said that <laughs> yeah. to Joe because I'm still myself, even when I'm an emotional wreck. I said, I also recognize that none of these might be okay options. They might all be wrong and it could just be me needing like a Snickers. And then I present right. that to him and go, what do you think? Well, and you he goes, do something maybe uh, feeding me. I don't know. Well, but he's funny because even then he'll be like, well, let's try this. And I'll be like, that doesn't feel doesn't right. He's like, good. you never take my advice. Yeah. And I'm like, you presented it like it was an option when I just told you I can't make any decisions that's, right that's now. You might just have to command me to go eat an apple. Because, and because like, not every wife we'll is dead. as perfect as you guys to your husband. <laughs> and, not uh, perfect. And sometimes, you know, we'll give an option and be like, okay, she needs guidance. She wants an answer from me. It doesn't right. exactly matter which one. And uh-huh. then you'll give an answer. Chat GPT. Right, Chat GPT. What do I tell my wife? It just it just says counting down. <laughs> yeah. What, what happens, just Joe? Apologize, Joe. When I say I don't really know what to do, right. and you blanket apology, and you offer me I'm a sorry. solution, what happens? You never do it. Yeah. Ah. She never takes yeah. your advice. Well, is your suggestion Wait. always the same? You know, to me, it doesn't matter because what you need in a in a situation like that is movement or direction because you're just spinning in a circle. So even uh-huh. if you moved left or moved right, you would at least be not in the circle you're spinning in and you would be one step closer to a solution in a direction. Or a disaster. So if, yeah. yeah, or a disaster. But still, you were already in a disaster. You were already spinning in a circle anyway. Right. Right, but you don't like it. When so just you'll, it. you'll be like, you never take my solutions, right. which even when you and I both know that's what I'm doing. And then I'm like, what, did you want me to like them? And you're like, that would be nice. And I'm like, well. <laughs> We'd like you to preferably. change the way you feel. The answer like, is isolation. Isolate yourself <laughs> on a project in the garage. Right. Withdrawal, isolation, <laughs> severing communication. These are all viable solutions. Until <laughs> so the feelings go well, away. Well, here's the thing, Lou, because you just said, a few minutes ago, you said See, you she's holding me to stuff no, no. that I said. <laughs> right. My word. You didn't have the lawyer read it first. Holding me to my word. I agree with you. You said that if you were having an emotional problem, if you were all confused and overwhelmed, that you would go and sort it out until you had a conclusion. And that might be a, a viable you know, response. But why, could, why couldn't you say to me, right now, there's nothing I can personally do for you. You're just going to have to go. And, and keep praying and sort it out. It's like, a matter of burdening another person. I have such an aversion to doing that. And if I'm talking feelings or an uncertainty, or I'm, I'm burdening that person with my uncertainty or my anxiety. Right. or so my. So do you feel burdened when I share my anxieties with you? Uh, I feel like it's my job. Right. Marcy wants something. Yes, Marcy? Well, yes, but I also feel like it's okay. No, yeah, she was in big trouble. 
It's mm. burden in the same sense that you were just given a pop quiz in a class, and like you're just minding your own business, and like, oh, pop quiz, you have to now solve this problem <laughs> and answer, answer right. See, I'm not, <laughs> yeah. I'm not talking about you necessarily. I'm saying if the correct response is that we need to go and sort out our own feelings, then that would be a viable or a valid response from you when yeah. I need help. It would be okay for you to then say, like what we do with the kids. It's like, I've already fed you. I've already, you know, tucked you in. You're still having feelings. Right now, you're just going to have to deal with them on your own. And then we close the door. And that's still a response. I love you. Is, is cry it out a valid option for a husband with his yeah. wife? If that's, <laughs> if that's the correct, yes, if that's what she needs, then yes. Here's yeah, going to blow valid, your mind. I actually feel cry, like more of a burden, and I feel worse when in when i'm in that state it keeps being pushed back onto me like well what do you want me to say or i don't feel like i can tell you to just go work it out on your own it's like that's actually more burdening to keep pushing it back on me to try to figure out what the right answer is when i'm out of my mind like that when i'm like i don't know what it is it could be and i've said that it could be this it could be that it could be that i just need to go and be alone for a little bit, but I don't know what the right answer right. is. Luke and is saying that he feels like a burden when he shares those feelings and thoughts with other people. But and so that's why he doesn't ever share anything that's going on in his own head with somebody else. And so when I come to him and I'm sharing what's in my head, that's completely foreign territory for him because he's like, I'll share it if I, I don't think do it'll this. make them laugh, but I won't share it expecting like help or anything. Right. Is that normal? So like, I don't do it because, to me, it's not about being a burden. It's about that's just how I function, and I can regulate myself that way. Like, I don't need output. <laughs> and, if I do, <laughs> and if I do, there I have a small group of people that I can look to, and I've had this conversation with you. It's not normally my wife. It's another husband that I, that I am friends with who can provide perspective on me. I don't need to go to my wife for this. I'm glad you clarified because I thought you had a secret. Uh, yeah, husband. my second yeah. wife. You've got a secret husband. Wife. My my <laughs> my it's more another, understanding second wife. It's that your I keep other husband. From the first one I go to. I ask her how I should handle my first wife. But here's, here's what I want to know. Handy. That would happen to me, right? Like I would have a thing, and then I would come here, and we would talk with all the sisters, and then I would either resolve it or or something along those lines. And then I would come home and go, hey, here's the thing I did today. I worked out this problem. We so talked about it. We had great conversation. They gave me a great podcast, yada, yada. What do you think about that? And we would talk about it. Like, But but you say that you go and you get counseling, and then I have never heard you come home and be like, hey, here's the thing I was working on. Here's the thing I thought about. You're like, cars, yeah. watches. Are you interested yeah. in knowing? And about cars and watches? No, about my problems. <laughs> I mean, it would be about you if that's what you did that day. See, the man is supposed to be the source of, like, security. Stability. Like, the strong thing you can run to. Not the thing that's broken that you have to help fix. Right, right, right. That's okay. not the woman's but job. Here, this hopefully this will help, though. What makes you more trustworthy is when we know that you have problems that you have success successfully fixed. And so when you say something to us that shows you've been processing. For example, when you say something like, man, I just noticed that I was trying to save topics of, copper, of conversation to have when we got home, and then you kind of laugh about it. To me, that shows thoughtfulness and you know introspection and two very important things necessary if you're going to help me work through my thoughts and introspect. So it's not that you're like coming to us to solve your problems, because you're right. I, Wives don't necessarily want to be burdened with their husbands. That's basically like having another child because right. we do that with the kids all day long. We have to figure out what's going on in their heads and translate for them and give them a better solution to the problem than the one they're currently trying to use. And we don't want to do that for you, too. But, but you want, we do want to know that you understand all of that, though. You want to know that you're dealing with another adult who right. has agency and is right. able to process right. things. Here's and, another example. Just right. just this morning, I went to Mandy and I said, you know, Joe and I had a little bit of a tiff, I guess, last night. And I said, and I know that I'm supposed to just kind of let that go. I said, we went to bed and it's, it's all fine. I said, but there's a fear in me. There's a fear in me that's telling me that I need to bring it up again. Because the fear is that if I don't constantly bring it up, that's the only time he ever thinks about stuff. And I said, and I know that's wrong. I don't want to be like a naggy wife. I don't want to be a wife who uh, is the Holy Spirit for her husband or tries to fix it. I said, but there is a part of me because it's not really shown 
that I think he never thinks about things. I think right. it's just That's literally. Not true. We, we do think about it a lot, but, we, right. but it stays like, in the brain. Right, like how to get the, his tire alignment just right on his car. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, that's not what right. I want to know you're thinking about. After I you mean, paid money, just uh, a professional. Andrew, you. are you getting all this? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. what, 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 as he a, thinks it's going to scare you away wait, from No, I want him to be prepared going into marriage. He's going to oh, be on no. the next level. And you're no, trying to drive a car. You'd be surprised just how shockingly female my male roommate is. <laughs> um, it's, wow. It's unbelievable. Because the things you, especially you just now mentioning that, you know, and I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm not away from the scrutiny as well. I also do that exact same thing. I'm like, oh, he's not even thinking about this. But he is. And in the same respect, he does the exact same thing to me. He's like, oh, you, I always have to mention this to you. And it's like, you don't, but, you know. Well, well, again, it's because partly because it's a sin nature thing and it's a lack of trust and faith. But, like, it would be helpful to know, not because of this topic that we had the small fight about, but, like, that I could trust he was a thoughtful person, but he doesn't share, like, most thoughts. And so in my head, I'm like, he must just not think. It must just be blankety-blank up there. Well, isn't... First of all, you you can't you can't say never. You can't say the person never does this, and well, you can't say right. the person always does well, this. You no, can, no. There's a frequency thing, but but at this, by the same token, uh, when when a person when a guy doesn't talk very often, then you have to you have to take the times when they do say things and look for. You gotta savor our words. You gotta, well, you well, gotta. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't necessarily want to. I didn't want to go too too far and over exaggerate it. But but yeah, you can tell what a person is thinking if they don't speak very often. Just listen to when they do speak and what's the substance of what they're talking about. What is what are they? Well, speak, not, speak less, but speak That's not necessarily going to make absolute. us feel better if our husbands have already admitted they only want to share if they think it's going to make somebody laugh. Oh, that right. I agree. They're never I serious. Agree. That tells you they spend the majority of their times throwing out of the backpack things right. that it's, have it's to a, pertain to real it, life like, It's an offering value versus offering burden. It, but it's not valuable is to it a interesting wife. is it funny no, 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 is it no, no, no. helpful you know, is it wrong criteria you're, you're, yeah you're not you're under you're what undermining what i was trying to do for you here. <laughs> I, that's what i was trying to say like there is it is a valid or no, i shouldn't say valid it is a legitimate thing that people do sinful people do that's called dissociation when things are uncomfortable people fight or flee. And in this sense, in, in this circumstance, mm, I purposely flee. picked a husband that I knew was not, <laughs> yeah. he was not going to punch me in the face. I, I know that yep. this is not a man who's going to right. hurt me yes. physically. He's right. not going to harm me. Right. He's going to run away and avoid. And withdraw. that's just, like, I just want to know that he knows that. And if he's thinking about that, then great. We can constantly be asking each other for forgiveness for our various tendencies. I bowl over him in the communication department, <laughs> yep. and he runs away and the, hopes that I, I the, just sort it out myself. The right. Go Speed Racer theme song in my right. head. Go Speed Racer. <laughs> Go Speed Racer. Right. And so the idea that you should just listen to the person Spritle and Jim Jim are always in the trunk, too. You're, you're assuming that a person really does have, you know, this... this um, deep thoughts or this, you know, complex theology or something that they're working from, this worldview from which mm-hmm. they're building all of their very, um, what's the word, meticulous choices no. and making all of these calculated decisions. They're just doing it in a very quiet kind of way. And that's not always the case, especially in this culture, like more and more and more people distract, distract, distract. Right. We pick up our phones and we go and watch the most brainless thing we can find because we're just so terrified of having to think about What's motivating us, you know? What's something that we might have done wrong this week? What's something that we might be needing to be convicted about? And instead of having those thoughts, we avoid them. Right. I'm saying this as a compliment. Joe is still behind me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the last time we were in Michigan, not this, you know, Fourth of July vacation, but the last time we were in Michigan, he was making breakfast and unprompted, he goes, I was thinking about the homily, the, like the sermon, thinking about the homily today. And I went, what? <laughs> And he goes, yeah, something he said really stuck with me, and I've been thinking about it. And I have never been more attracted to you in my entire <laughs> life because, because again, I love you, but that right. never, ever happens. Like, oh. it proved to me you do think about stuff yeah. while you were flipping eggs other than just being like, hey, Tabby, jokety joke, joke, watch, watch cars. <laughs> like, like, you actually had yeah. something going on in there. And I was like, wow, that is so comforting. Mm-hmm. 
because it's just not shown. I think it's fascinating that Luke, when selecting things to put in his backpack, he thinks things that are valuable are things that are funny. When in our relationship, I do not think he has ever caused me to laugh out loud. Because I don't laugh out loud in very many circumstances. And he's like constantly trying to fill his backpack with jokes. I'm like, how much, how much more like encouragement it's do you need to find something, else, <laughs> find something else to share? Well, the other thing, Luke, is that she might appreciate your jokes more. Oh, I totally if would. if yeah. they knew that there was other if yeah. there was other things. Like, thing. It's in, so interwoven. Much, it's so much harder for a guy to be attractive in the way that you just mentioned versus right. doing the things that. The world women right. seem to think, like right. the dishes or taking the trash out or I'm being right. a good provider. I've never all thought the, about all what of the, the workspace stuff is like so easy. Language. Those things, those things are fine, but the fact that it is easy is we know that. Like yeah. we know when you're giving us zero effort. We know when you're doing the path of least resistance kind of thing, and it is so easy to throw out a one-liner that has some sexual innuendo in it. Like that <laughs> I is can the do that. Easiest <laughs> thing in the world. It costs yeah. you nothing. I'd like so to see we don't you want try. That. Oh, we can. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. That makes the other guys laugh, though. Yeah, giggity. Well, no, it's, standards uh, aren't very high. It really doesn't. It, I've actually talked to my roommate, by the way, <laughs> about this exact thing. I was like, those jokes have not been and never were funny, and the only reason anybody ever laughs at them is because it's a group setting. It's this this hive mind mentality where it's like, if I don't laugh, now I'm the weird one here. Right. And yeah. it's just, they're just but, not funny. It's but like Tabby and I were just talking about this a couple weeks ago. I said, if the boys, if, if the husbands get to the point where they realize that they have this un, like, irresistible urge to crack a joke about their own bodies, like, uh, during intense moments when we're trying to have a conversation, if they were then to say, uh-oh, I just did the thing, uh -oh. I would let. Uh-oh, I feel like I really want to say just, something about I just pants. thought of a joke. Like, I really want to say yeah. something about underwear. You, think like, you I have to close those joke tabs to get no, to the other stuff. That would be good. Like That actually would be appropriate because, again, it, it would show you were thinking. It but that takes what? a few seconds do, of process. Do you think they're like boiling over at all times, like clutching our seats, like, I have to make a sexual joke? No, you I'm haven't experienced explode. it yet because, you also, you are not as intimidated by conversation as our married in husband. Not at all. But like there will be a thing that typically Joe doesn't know what to say and he feels uncomfortable because it's a heavy conversation or I'm upset and then he will make the most ill-timed sexual joke yeah. and I will just stare at him like why? Why'd you do that? And he's like I thought it would lighten the mood. I, <laughs> it did not. I argue, yeah, it, that never works. called throat coat and expect no jokes to happen. Why does that product exist? That's fine. I was not upset. I laughed at that joke all day for you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Like it's not like I don't Damn. appreciate them at Who all. Let that name slide in that marketing department. <laughs> right. That was so fine and dandy. Someone who probably wasn't arguing with their wife at the time. <laughs> again, we weren't. That's why I keep trying to tell him, because then he'll do the thing, he'll be like, I'll just never joke again. I'm like, it's not really the jokes, my love. Like, there's a time fine. and place for talking about yes. throat coat. Fine. Fine. No more joy from me. Right. If you want to communicate you haven't understood a single thing I was saying, yes, please, <laughs> please announce you're not going to joke Make anymore. an absolute My statement. wife has stated that she does yeah. not like fun. So yeah. There we are. <laughs> Which, which makes us not feel enjoy worse because right. now not only are we misunderstood, now you're not even going to play. You're just going to be like, right? That's childish. That's the sort of childish stuff you're talking about. Yeah. But where, but where this started was actually with with the idea that people feel like they need to come into relationships or conversations. You, you need to tear back with a bunch right. of uh, with with a backpack full of topics. So that they can have something to oh, talk I about. And my wife's backpack not, is so deep, I don't need to come with conversations. John, you'll find see, one that's for not me. the way conversation we are high school ideally works. There is zero mystery or unknowns. True. And so when I find something, I store it up. That's not true. It's like, oh, she a, doesn't a know conversation, this yet. A conversation is not a, it's not a book report. It's not, a, it's, it's not an annual report. It's, it's not new. a thing where you have to have all of your facts and figures and everything down. It's organic and it's liquid. And sometimes... Sometimes you say things that are wrong, and sometimes you say things that you're thinking about, and, then, and immediately when you say them, you go, oh, that's dumb. That doesn't work. <laughs> and then sometimes somebody has to point it out to you, but that's the purpose of a conversation is it, it happens in real time spontaneously. And if you go in with a script prepared, then you're not having a conversation. You're basically, you're doing a it's, it's a lecture. Yeah, you're, you're making a presentation. That's problem solving in public. 
problem solving is for the lab. And then you go out in public with your He He really cup. does think, that, like, he is intimidated by the whole process, I think, because he misunderstands, like, what the goal even is. That's and, probably true. And so, yeah, when he says he wants to save up these interesting topics, he really thinks that's what, that's what the rest of us are doing when we're... Yeah, well, and I, what I'm saying is I don't think he's alone. I don't think, I don't think either of... Oh, I am. I don't think you're, I don't think it's weird. I, I don't think it's weird. I think a lot of people do that. A lot of people have have a uh, an anxiety about being in a situation where they won't have anything interesting to say, and it, it scares people. And so that's why that's why people will, will uh, repeat um, idioms. Uh, they'll they'll hear an idiom and they store it away, and and that becomes their entire source of conversation. Is just repeating idioms that they've heard. Well, iron sharpens iron. Well, that's like true. <laughs> but you know what they uh, something about cats and bags. <laughs> will, and that's it's the reason that people tell the same stories over and over again. It's the reason that every but time you, you go into that? a conversation, you tell the same story because. Because you're not exploring. Did you see what things. just happened? Is you just mentioned idioms as if they're a bad thing for conversation, and immediately Andrew Bragan turns around <laughs> and makes me an it interesting yeah. and funny at the same time. He's he throws out the first idiom topic. that pops I don't know into about interesting or <laughs> no, funny. I love Andrew Bragan. You hear so somebody great. saying an idiom ruins a conversation, and you go, "Well, I'll take that." <laughs> I will try, throw an idiom again. That wasn't planned. <laughs> That's just how you do it when you're you know. In the moment. Right. I think Tell it's... Tell me innuendo ruins a conversation. I did well, not. Here we go. Yeah. Here we go. I could have easily uh-huh. turned that into innuendo. Move, yeah. the mic- move the microphone away from Joe now. Yeah, I know. Be careful, Joe. I could have... <laughs> but here's the thing. Here's the thing that needs to be told about the rest of us, though. Andrew included. You need me to get out of your chair so you can do fancy sound tech stuff. Are we doing a longer... Version today, apparently? Yes, because I have a question. Oh, Wait, wait a minute. Who wants to have a conversation? Let me, let me finish this first. thought just Here's because I think it's important. Is that uh, I think people are intimidated because they hear all of us adults speaking and the way that we talk. And it's very important to note that once upon a time, all of us were children, and Andrew and I were not as good at this. This is a very learned cultivated right. behavior in the Brandon household. Like, we did do ill-timed jokes, and there were a lot of things that didn't make me love Andrew. No, I wanted to punch him in his stupid face and, like, you know, all, all of that good stuff. Shut and so, up, Andrew. No, nobody <laughs> likes you. Oh, that's my favorite one. That was my favorite one, too. Uh, nobody likes nobody you. Nobody likes you. And so it's... So it's it's um, not sad to me, but understandable to me when an adult gets to their adult lives and they do have this anxiety because I get it. It just means that it's okay to practice this. It's okay to make ill-timed jokes that don't land every time and I just blink at you and go, nice try, but that one missed. Right. And here's why. And here's how we can get better at so that every time you do make a joke, it does land. And well, we're family too. And that we. this is a thing that we, speaking of saying things over and over and over, we say this on the podcast all the time, that the purpose of the family is a place where you do ill-timed jokes and you misunderstand and you to bring your fears and you mishandle and you misunderstand what people are saying to you and you don't reveal your true self and, and all of that stuff happens in a family environment and it's I, I want to say it's okay from the standpoint of it doesn't disqualify you from membership within the family and that and we used to talk about that with the kids when they were little still living at home Timothy especially it's like look what we're doing to you and with you now, it's maybe uncomfortable, but we're doing this because we care about you. And even though we're we're annoyed with you, we're upset with you, we're we're not happy. Um, you're still part of this family. But this only happens in the family. Once you leave these four walls, once you go out into the cold, cruel world, they will not give you the same. Uh, they will not be as forgiving as we are. We will always take you back here. And you need to understand what that is. And that's what it is. The, the reason this family does it, nobody's perfect, but the reason we do a, a pretty good job of cutting each other slack and making fun of each other and still staying together is because we know that, that we're family. No matter, no matter what dumb thing Joe says, 
we are stuck with him. Yeah, me particularly. Uh, we're not gonna <laughs> <laughs> the same thing is true with Luke. We're not going to get to Luke's question yeah. because the kids are freaking out and Grandpa's going on a lecture and Luke is never going to interrupt this. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought order. I was allowed to I am talk listening on this podcast. to the elder speak. With <laughs> All right, go ahead. Ask, ask your question. Do you remember it? Yeah. Well, uh, Mandy often gets on you about the fact that you don't show your work when you mm. write things. And I feel like that has is it just because you're thinking too far ahead and you don't want to go back and show your work or is it because you, t- you is and it Mandy just, talk about me behind my back yes <laughs> okay because you don't you don't often write enough backstory to mm-hmm. help people see how you got to your conclusions i don't do it on purpose is that just a male thing to where we don't no. like to show it or is it just no. he is, does is it he a lazy person. dude he does it on the podcast like just now when yeah. he was explaining and explaining and explaining and explaining our family culture that's normally how he talks. He has trained himself to be clipped and edited when it comes to comedy. So when he posts things on social media, it's intentionally the way that he writes his jokes, set up punchline. And not everything translates into that style. So it's a it's a learned thing. It's an intentional thing that needs to now be unlearned in order to write long form. I mean, there are some things that you have to write short and and punchy. Right. But then other things, just by the nature of them, particularly if they're not already being discussed in the culture a lot. Like now we can say things like, oh, boys who think they're girls and everybody knows what you're talking about. But there was a time probably 10 years ago or even less where you would have to explain, oh no, but seriously, there are these people who call themselves transgender who literally do believe that they were born in the wrong bodies. You don't have to do that now, but there was a time where you did. And so being able to know when more more work is necessary to be shown Mm -hmm. or when more background is required. That's a skill that often comics intentionally uh, don't use because that's where the surprise and the joke comes from. Right. You have to skip over those details to get to a punchline. You have have a premise and then all of the details in the middle and then you skip those and just say the punchline and that infers all of the details that are left out. Comedy is brevity. Right. And then... And then people have to fill that in themselves, and right. that's where and that's they, where they laugh. They enjoy it, and it's kind of fun. And there are times where poetry in in everyday conversation are is a good thing. Like that's where inside jokes come from in our family. I can say one or two words and get Tabby and Andrew to know things that you know Carl would not immediately get. And so that's why understanding the context, understanding your audience, all of that comes into communication. When you're talking to a stranger for the very first time, somebody I'm talking to on the phone to book a show, and we've never talked before, it's completely appropriate for me to give a lot of background. And I think you, Luke, tend to think the opposite. You tend right. to think, well, we're strangers, so I shouldn't say anything I'm at all. I'm not going to say it's anything. It's like, no, 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 person. you're strangers, it's, so you have to lay a lot of ground. It's three things. It's the, the Bible says to be slow to speak. Right. Uh, and I know that comedy is brevity, and I do think in clipped you know, bullet point type thoughts. Right. And I don't like being, I don't think I'm interesting enough to be the center of attention for a long period of time. And so those three things Hmm. cause me to just kind of, you know, I rapid fire only certain things. And the rest of the time I'm listening or getting other people to tell a story. But the funny thing is, the ironic thing is that the more you think about it and the more you think about what makes you not so interesting, the more you're able to say things that people do resonate with and they do understand and then that makes you more interesting. So that's the kind of, I guess, cosmic last shall be first, maybe, mm-hmm. or like hum- well, we all know humble people, yourself. We all know people who are super talkative and right. not interesting. It's like, oh, I don't right. want to be that. I right. was just about to say, if you're going to make a mistake, it's better to make this mistake right, right. than to I'm be a person who just goes on and on and on and on and on and on. When you say that. Hasn't noticed that everybody else has dozed off. <laughs> right, but what I'm saying is when you say that, it immediately like calms the energy in the in the room, like when somebody's on the phone and they say to me, "Oh my goodness, I thought I had I this." I can't clearer. say that every conversation. Sure, you can. Can't why can't you? The, here's why I speak this way. Why can't you, you? guys? Why can't weird. you say to somebody like somebody, <laughs> it's weirder to not say? If somebody the guy says, who doesn't have an opinion just called you weird. Right. If somebody says to me, I'm sorry, I'm having a hard time collecting my thoughts. I'm pretty scattered today. I thought I had this clearer in my head than apparently I do. I say, no, that's fine. Because I feel comfortable with the fact that they're telling me 
they're introspective and they they are aware and I'm aware that things are a little bit clunky and awkward, but now it's much, much less awkward because somebody has drawn attention to it. You and, know you yeah. know who's good at that? The guy, the guy who's good at that is Dave Pendleton. Yes. We have conversations yep. and he will often be in the middle of saying a thing and he'll go, I'm just unpacking this. I'm thinking about this out yes. loud. So, you know, don't, I'm just, I'm just processing. And then he'll go on. And it's not just him. David Pendleton and Linda Pendleton are both yeah. excellent conversationalists and they have mm. a lot of friends. Like yeah. they have yeah. friends that they get with every year for, for the last like 30, 40 years because they are so good at talking and people love to talk to them. Right. And they're, and they're not afraid to, to, to in the middle of stuff, they'll just stop and go, I've, I haven't thought this through. I'm right. just, it's just occurring to me now as I'm telling you this. Yeah. And, yep. and a lot of times Dave will give me credit for helping him right. think by just yeah. sitting there and listening to him talk. <laughs> I so appreciate you letting me process <laughs> with you is what he says. They both do a good job of making you feel like they're very interested in what you have to say too. Right. right. Well, I think they legitimately are because like I was saying at the beginning, of this podcast anything can be interesting if you have the right perspective and you're ready to kind of dig in and and find it anything has the potential to be an interesting conversation and it's really more the people who are involved and how skilled they are at you know sharing and allowing you to share i think that's what makes the difference it's not having to save the perfect story for later but trusting that you and the other person can kind of create a story together if you have the right you know, attitude right. about it. You can even make it a challenge. You can even just like throw out the most random thing and go, is there any way that we can find something interesting about this? And that's, see that's if how can. every conversation I've had with friends just involves stupid noises. <laughs> We've been doing that since we childhood. Just, we just make a dumb noise and hope the other person laughs and it works more often does. than you might think. I'm playing the outro music, so whatever final comments you have. Well, I was going to say something to wrap it up, but you shamed me for talking earlier, so I'm just going to say goodbye. <laughs> just make a noise. Andrew will laugh. If, if Andrew, I, go ahead. Bloop! <laughs> <laughs>for visiting the comedian's house if you want to spend more time with our family you can follow john branion on youtube and facebook also email next door at johnbranion.com with your comments and questions we'll see you next time